Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, July 23rd, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Trump deploys federal agents to Chicago and other cities to quell violence. Americans buy guns in record numbers. The House votes to remove Confederate statutes on Capitol Hill. Joe Biden claims Donald Trump is a racist. Social justice protests spill over into Major League Baseball. Also ahead, how the National Football League may destroy itself. But first, President Trump confirming his administration will send agents from the Department of Homeland Security to Chicago and Albuquerque, New Mexico, to help end violent criminal crime waves. The president telling reporters the White House has no choice but to get involved. More than 411 people have been killed in the Windy City since New Year's Day. Sales of firearms in the USA up 95% this year. The FBI processing more than 8 million background checks between March and July. First-time buyers cite the ongoing protests and efforts to defund the police. The number of black Americans purchasing guns jumping 58% since Memorial Day weekend. The House passing bipartisan legislation to remove statues honoring the Confederacy from the U.S. Capitol. Vote was 305 to 113, including 72 Republicans. The bill states the monuments honor white men who sought to keep African Americans enslaved, which is true. Joe Biden claiming Donald Trump is the first racist president of the United States. Quote from Biden, no sitting president has ever done this. We've had racists, and they've existed, and they've tried to get elected president, but he's the first one that has. It is worth noting that at least 12 chief executives own slaves, eight while in office. Mr. Biden made a big mistake playing the race card. Some athletes on the San Francisco Giants refusing to stand for the Star Spangled Banner this week, while members of the Milwaukee Brewers wore shirts that read, quote, Justice, equality now. The NBA is scheduled to start next week. The basketball courts now display the slogan, Black Lives Matter. All of these political gestures will hurt the professional sports leagues, especially in merchandising. That's my commentary coming up next. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the National Football League damaging itself by getting political. League officials, owners, players are compiling a list of names to be used on helmet decals, including George Floyd. The program will last throughout the entire season. Commissioner Roger Goodell recently apologized for his opposition to players taking a knee during the national anthem in seasons past, saying we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and now encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives 
matter? Well, most Americans believe black lives matter, but they also believe police lives matter. Can players put a decal of slain police officers on their helmet, Mr. Goodell? If not, then your league is a political organization, not a sports franchise. In 2016, the NFL rejected Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten, who wanted to wear stickers on his helmet honoring the five police officers slain in Dallas. According to league policy then and now, quote, players generally must present an appearance that is appropriate to representing their individual clubs and the National Football League. The term uniform as used in this policy applies to every piece of equipment worn by a player, including the helmet. So if you were banning in the past all slogans on uniforms and you're going to change it now, you got to change it for everybody. By agreeing to social protests on the field, the NFL will anger many fans who will not support the product. That means less revenue for the league. Let me spell it out. Fans can't go to many of the games this year. So the merchandise, the shirts, the jackets of the teams is the primary source of revenue. Well, I'm not buying any merchandise if the NFL bans police officers from being honored. I'm not going to do it. But far more important is the message that the NFL is apparently sending. America is an unfair country. Okay, we need to improve. Same people agree, but it's all one side now. So I don't believe this is going to work out well for the National Football League, the NBA, Major League Baseball, if his starts. There should be no politics on game day. That's easy. No politics on game day. If the players want to talk about social justice, I'm for that. They can come on my programs anytime, but not on game day. During the week, with the press conferences, sure, no problem. And finally, Fenway Park, one of the best baseball stadiums ever, put up a Black Lives Matter banner. That's okay, but next to it, there should be a banner that says, Respect the Police. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com and join our program Stand up for America. No kneeling. In a moment, something you might not know. Support for this podcast and the following small business story comes from Dropbox Business. Teamwork, your way. Hi, I'm Naomi, and this is my small business story. There I was again, struggling to balance my professional life and making my son something healthy in my personal life. And then I decided I can solve this. So I put together a team, and we created Astronoms, an easy, balanced meal for working parents to give their kids. Our team seems mismatched, in different time zones, with different working styles. But honestly, that's only made us more productive. I work early in slides, while BizDev assigns tasks, and Legal works late sending documents from HelloSign, all from one shared Dropbox workspace. Oh, that's our project manager. I gotta go. Bye! Try Dropbox for your team free for 30 days at dropbox.com slash teams at work.
Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 2012, astronaut and physicist Sally Ride passed away at the age of 61 after a 17-month battle with pancreatic cancer. Ms. Ride will be remembered as the first American woman to fly into space, but her long career was filled with other accomplishments. Here's her story. Born in Los Angeles in 1951, Sally Ride attended UCLA before studying at Stanford. Her research focused on X-rays, lasers, and astrophysics. She was admitted to the NASA program in 1978 as part of the Astronaut Group 8, the first class to accept women. Before her first space flight, Sally Ride was subjected to media scrutiny because of her gender. She was asked, quote, Will the flight affect your reproductive organs? And do you weep when things go wrong on the job? Unquote. Can you believe that? On June 18, 1983, Ms. Ride became the first American woman in space as a crew member of the Shuttle Challenger. Folks attending the launch from Florida wore shirts bearing the slogan, Ride, Sally, Ride. Throughout her career, the astronaut logged a total of 343 hours above the Earth. After NASA, she served as president and CEO of Sally Ride Science, a company dedicated to promoting education aimed at young girls. She also penned seven books about the importance of astrophysics. And here's something else you might not know. Beyond her fame in the scientific community, Sally Ride has had a lasting impact on American pop culture. She's mentioned in Billy Joel's hit, We Didn't Start the Fire, featured in Lego's Women of NASA collection, even appeared on a TV soap opera. More than a dozen books have been written about Sally's first flight. In 2019, the Mattel Toy Company released a Sally Ride Barbie doll as part of their Inspiring Women series. Said Miss Ride before her death, quote, I would like to be remembered as someone who was not afraid to do what she wanted to do. We miss you, Sally. Back after this. Hey, say what's happening, man? Tip T.I. Harris right here, the King Good. Welcome to 10 Songs That Made Me, a new show that invites artists and influencers to explore 10 of the tracks that made them who they are today, as creators and as people. You'll hear the soundtrack to my life in the very first episode, but make sure to tune in every week for new episodes. Follow and listen for free, only on Spotify. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill O'Reilly. For more news and commentary, please go to BillOReilly.com. Remember, we are always looking out for you.